This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. Today I'd like for us to look at a popular phrase that's being used, and for all I know it's been being used for some time, but I just now noticed it. It's actually a very simple statement, depending on the context, but it could be quite disturbing. It just depends. The remark I'm referring to is this phrase, I'm not that invested. I've heard that several times recently. (laughs) When I hear something like that, my mind automatically goes to money, right? Well, probably this generation today may be meaning that in a different way. Because we live in a day and time, and in all honesty, it's always been something that we've done from the very beginning of time, when we're very aware of and concerned with our monetary investments. People are very cautious and continually follow the trend of the stock markets today, and they provide for their 401ks and for their future. This is really well and good. We need that. We're to be good stewards over the monies we have to care and provide for our families. That's the will of God. But the type of investment I'm referring to involves our lives. In this context, we have a definition of to have given a lot of time and effort to something and to care about it very much as we define investment. The word itself is actually identified as an infusion or to have as something ingrained And the opposite is to refuse or disapprove. So as we keep this in mind, as we read along, let's think about this. Now the person I last heard make this statement happened to be referring to a relationship that she was contemplating. Okay, I mean it only makes good sense that if one is engaged in or attempting to enter into a relationship, that may not be right for them, fair enough. One might even say they aren't that invested with a job or a variety of other things that don't hold them in a very good position. They just don't want to be there. But I'd like for us to pause for just a minute and look at the same phrase in the context of our Christianity. It's important for the Christian to be sure that we've truly examined ourselves to see if we're spiritually invested in our Lord because in that context it could be a spiritual life and death situation. Now, I know, ladies, you all know this, but it's so easy to get caught up in everyday activities, responsibilities, chores, work, relationships with families, husbands, children, and it's really hard to find any me time to take care of our own soul. Just as we would not ignore our monetary investments to the financial wrecking of our lives, we must first and foremost give attention to our spiritual life and invest and reinvest continually. If we can follow others on Facebook, if we can chat with others on Messenger, if we can text or call or whatever we do, well, let's face it, we can't say, I don't have any time. Really, it's just a matter of priority, isn't it? And I know, I love to read mysteries. It's my downtime, and it's my favorite time sometimes. And we all need that to relax, check out for a few minutes, revitalize ourselves. I get that. But if it's to the neglect of my Bible study or my service to God, then shame on me. To serve Him properly, we must, first of all, invest our time in a study of His Word, because without that, we flounder and fail. 
Ephesians 5:15 through 17 tells us, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. To understand the will of God takes diligent study, and you know that as well as I do. It's just hard to hang in there, isn't it, sometimes? Peter states that we're to grow our knowledge. 2 Peter 3.18 says, But grow in grace and in knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. We cannot be content with the knowledge we currently have and never gain more. And that's what an investment is. It's purposefully designed to grow larger with time. As we grow in Christ, our knowledge should be growing with us. There will never be a time when we will know it all or have learned enough. We'll never be able in this lifetime to say, I have arrived. That will come later, when our investments have been used and the Lord says, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Matthew twenty-five, twenty-one, and 23. These servants did their Lord's bidding and invested wisely. The parable of the talents shows us that the Master desires for us to invest our time, our efforts, our lives, service, and yes, even our monies in efforts to gain souls for the kingdom of God. We will give an answer one day for the investments we chose to make in this life, just as he shows us in Matthew chapter 25. Finally, let's look at some biblical examples from the New Testament alone of those who wholeheartedly invested in Christ and His teachings. To begin with, the most obvious example we see is in Acts chapter 7. Stephen is standing before his Jewish accusers giving a bold and powerful, very truthful defense for believing, preaching, and teaching of the kingdom of God, the Church of our Lord. But remember, unlike us today, he isn't simply being ridiculed or ostracized. They're about to stone him to death. This is the most devastating, yet encouraging, historical and biblical account for the Christian to store up in their hearts. The Word of God. Acts seven fifty-four through 60 reads, And when they had heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Isn't that an amazing account of faithfulness, confidence, and courage? Only when we have the truth, the knowledge of that better life to come, could we even fathom being able to do likewise. Our Christianity today by far has not reached the point of investing ourselves to the point of death, for the majority of us anyhow. But one never knows what may happen in the future, do we? Thanks be to God for the blessing and privilege 
to live in a day and time when we're free to partake of treasuring up the Word for the opportunities of growth and spiritual learning we have. Never take them for granted, ladies. We could mention so many more who invested their entire lives for the cause of Christ, both men and women. Just reading Romans chapter 16 and listening to the great commendation the Apostle Paul gives to Priscilla and Aquila, who laid down their necks to help save Paul's life, is amazing. They literally would have been beheaded for their investment. Many women work behind the scenes and publicly for Christ, among whom were Mary, Phoebe, Tryphena, and Tryphosa in Romans 12:16. They were also women named by Paul, and so many more. So in light of all the information we are given by God, I would like to leave you with these encouraging thoughts. Hebrews 6, 10-11 states, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward His name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. So ladies, keep growing your investment in the Lord. And I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.